Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast, a show to share stories, insights, and experiences in strength, physically, mentally, and spiritually. I'm Michael Krukowski, host of the Strength Connection, and I'm so grateful that you can join me today. So in these episodes, I connect with some of the most inspiring and successful individuals to chop it up and learn from true life experiences that have helped them become who they are, the strongest versions of themselves. One of the greatest ways I've always learned the most important lessons is through stories. We all have them, and they make us who we are. So let's dive in. Here we go. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Strength Connection Podcast. It's you and me today. I'm your host, Michael Krakowski. This is a solo episode. I'm going to jam into a couple of fun things that happened over the past few weeks. Um, there's two messages that I want to dive into with you today. Um, so I'm going to be relatively brief, but one is from a podcast episode that I did with Nicole Gallagher not too long ago, a few weeks. And then one was from a conversation that I had this week uh, with a gentleman named Garnett Strother that really made me think uh, a little deeper on something I was already in my mind for a bit. So to start with Nicole's episode, um, Nicole Gallagher is an amazing coach. She's the kettlebell queen. Uh, that's her Instagram handle. And I connected with Nicole just from mutual connections. Um, I've seen the content and the work that she's doing. Um, she's heavy into training with kettlebells and strength training specifically for women. So she's my kind of coach. I've, I know some of the people that she's trained with have uh, connected with me before on the podcast. So I just reached out to her and asked, do you want to jump on? I'd just be curious to hear your story, hear your, you know, your coaching methods and and your journey. And we had an absolutely awesome discussion. It was so cool to hear her journey of how she came up, the different modalities of training that she did that led her into what she does now of getting into uh, focused heart style kettlebell training. And towards the end of the podcast, she dropped a phrase that stuck with me. And we were talking about, you know, working with clients and developing them, um, you know, teaching them the path of technique and skill. And she said, you have to show every bell love. And she was talking about this in regards to the light, light weights versus the heavyweights and how, regardless of how strong you are or how, um, tech, uh, you know, how technical you are and how good that your skills are, every bell deserves the same love and respect because you can learn from all of them. That was such a cool lesson that she talked about. And there's so much carryover into all the things of personal growth and development that we can take into that. And it's true. It's like when you are faced with the super challenging lifts, the super challenging things, right? It's like, it's easy to show respect and love at that moment, because if you don't, then there's a good chance that you could fail. But do you put that same energy, that same effort, that same love, and that same respect into the lightweights, the ones that you know that you can just half-ass it, you know, mentally and still get the, the physical, you know, aspects done? Do you put that same energy and that same focus in? It's a really good question. And it's one of the secret sauces to overall developing a higher level of mastery, a higher level of strength. You know, made me think back to some conversations that I had with Fabio Zonin. When I had Fabio on the podcast, I think it was, it might've been the first episode I ever did of the Strength Connection. And we were talking about this and he said a line of, when you step up to the bar and the bar is loaded with a weight that is the heaviest load you've ever attempted to lift, you don't need to focus. He said, you're already focused. It's like when you step up to something that you know is going to challenge you to the height of your ability, 
it's like all of the bells and whistles, all the lights are, are on in the system. It's like you are, you're going to be focused at that time. Otherwise, you know, there's probably a good chance that you're going to fail. But when you're going up to the lightweights, if you load that with 50% of what you could do or 60%, where you can still technically achieve the lift without mentally engaging and focus on it, it's like, can you still put that same respect on the bar? Can you still put that same love is? Because that's where the talent, the skill, really the mastery of developing your strength comes from. It's not always just from the heavy days and the heavy challenges and the most challenging things that happen in life. It happens from the light days, the monotonous, tedious tasks that we do over and over again, where you can still be present and you can still be focused at that time. That's when you're getting the full spectrum of seeing that regardless of what's going on in life, there's still something you can learn. There's still something you can master within that. That was when I remember the conversation I had with Dr. Diane Webb came into my mind when she talked about staying out of the automatic zone. And it's a lesson that she teaches with her patients that are overcoming trauma. And she said how easily we can go into our day of maybe just you know, eating breakfast, sitting down or driving a car. It's like these things that we do on an everyday basis that don't need are like 100% full attention. You know, it's kind of like a kid tying his shoe. You know, when you first learn to tie your shoe, you are like blinders on. The shoe is the only thing in the world that you know of, and you're focusing on tying that shoe. Nowadays, you can go on, you can have a conversation, you could be doing a bunch of different things and tie your shoe, and you're still going to get it done. It's like, but actually staying out of that automatic zone and once in a while being completely present in those monotonous tasks, those monotonous days and showing the same love and respect for those moments that you do in the grandest of moments or the most challenging moments in life. I think the physical side of training is such a great conduit to practice this aspect of growth and development. And when Nicole said that of show every bell love, it just rang so true in my mind and I wanted to share that. So In training, we have our easy days, we have our challenging days, we have a lot of medium days in there. And I've found that the more you can work on your focus and your mental strength in those days, specifically on those medium and light days, when you can half-ass it if you wanted to, but you still make sure that you get that focus in, those are when those challenging days come, you're going to be way more prepared for, and you're going to keep accelerating over and over again in your strength. So again, Nicole, appreciate that phrase. I'm using it numerous times uh, since then. And uh, yeah, I want to share it. So the second one I wanted to go into is after I talked with Garnet Strother today, or, or earlier this week, excuse me, he was telling me his whole story of his life. And before I get into that, the lesson that I brought out of this was what you hear in the macro doesn't have to affect you in the micro. Okay. And what I mean by that is Garnett's a man who is, you know, grew up in the city, um, you know, tough, ch- you know, childhood growing up, learned martial arts, had a daughter at 17 years old, dropped out of high school. Um, and from that moment on, I mean, the story just continues and you'll hear it on the episode when it's released is he's turned into one of the most, you know, deep and, uh, you know, best articulated uh, coaches that I've talked to. He's writing a book right now called Kagami, which is the art of listening and the five pillars of communication. Went so deep down the aspects of communication, the different levels of it, how we are naturally inclined to be a certain way of how we interpret language and communication, 
it was one of the most fun conversations that I've had on the podcast and hearing his story. But when he talked about his life and what he's been able to accomplish and achieve, he said such interesting things. He's like, look, it's like by all the statistics, by all the means of what you would see just on a stat sheet, he's like, I was a you know, 17-year-old young black man in New York City, dropped out of high school with a daughter. Like everything tells you that I'm not supposed to be where I am today. It's like, if you just look at it on the macro scale, he's like, but I said, like, that's not going to be me. He made that decision and he changed it. And heard these stories before. And it just made me think so much specifically with all the stats that we hear about specifically in health and fitness, about the failure rate and goals. We all know the stats, you know, we all hear, especially like the new year's resolution stats, 90% of people, 95% of people, fail after, you know, three weeks of going to the gym. We all know those things, right? And coaches, clients alike, like it means it's an easy road to take to believe that you're just going to be one of those stats, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It plainly just does not, you know, sometimes you need to shut out that noise, you know, both things that we know are bad, like the, you know, the mainstream news, you know, that it's a fear-based type thing, but also on the personal development side, It's like, we hear so many things of the stats of what the macro is of like, well, this is the average person is going to do this in their life. The average is going to do this. And we don't think that it affects us so much, but we can naturally just start to believe, oh, well, this is how I'm supposed to act, or this is just going to be what I'm going to do. And it puts these false narratives into our mind of what our actual ability is, you know, to accomplish what we want to achieve. And the reality is, is like, yeah, what you hear in the macro, yeah, that might be stats of it. The only thing I would take from that is, yeah, it might be a challenging road to do what you want to do, but that does has no effect of the ability that you can actually achieve what you want to. So I just wanted to bring that out, um, you know, from hearing this from Garnett's mouth and just hearing the story and how easily we can look at stats and just make just assumptions of what that means for what we can do in our life or what a friend can do in their life or whatever that is. It has no merit on that at all of actually what you would you know want to achieve. It might be a challenging thing. You know, it might be, yeah, you might be faced with more challenges ahead of you in order to achieve it, but that doesn't mean that you can't achieve it. It has no merit on that. And a lot of people that I've talked to, I think we buy into this practice of what is going on, what the averages are and stuff like that means that this is just, it is what it is. You know, this is just where it is. And I just, I fucking hate that line. I really don't because I've seen so many different scenarios of people who have faced the odds and overcome it and done what they truly wanted to. It's a challenging road. It's uh, a lot of obstacles. It's a lot of, you know, tough days that go on, but they keep their mind focused and they shut out the noise. So that's something that I would say, if you're struggling with a specific goal and you're listening to a lot of outside chatter, it could be negative stuff, like things like the news that's just putting you into like a bad mindset, but it also could be a lot of the personal development side. You know, it might be good things like podcasts, like books. I'm like, I love those things. I think it's great for, for learning and development, but Sometimes if it's hindering you away or it's sometimes leading you into a comparison track where you're listening to someone super successful that you look up to and you start comparing, well, why am I not there yet? Like I, I want to be at that moment. And then you start thinking that you're lacking in there. That could be just as, you know, uh, of a negative effect as listening to the other side of it. 
as well. So I wanted to bring this out because it's been on my mind and I've been working on it personally myself. And I think it could do good for you as well if you're in the same boat. So I'm going to leave you on that. Enjoy the rest of the day. Appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some great value here. And if you like this episode, please drop a comment and leave us a five-star rating and review. It does more to build the show than you can imagine. And do not forget to check out and join the Strength Connection Facebook group. In this group, I share the biggest takeaways and lessons from these amazing conversations, as well as training and strength tips for pursuing mastery and fulfillment in life. This group is filled with individuals looking to take full control over their strength, and it's the perfect space to explore new ideas and to share your journey. And you'll also get exclusive access to the Strength Connection Mastery Seminars. It's a deep dive into the physical, mental, and spiritual training that you can begin using immediately. So do not wait. Go now. Seriously, go. I much love to you. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you on the next one.